I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. I'm Flo. And I'm Gabe. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We did it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so confusing for everyone who's listening to this for the first time. It's fun. I always wanted to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. All I do. Right. I did. I, I always wanted to <laughs> be you. Burn the first <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, um, dude, if you if you do the intro, I'm going to let you host this whole thing. Uh, I'll just follow along. All right. Yeah. Well, if you're new to the show, <laughs> <laughs> as you now know, I'm Flo. And we have started this podcast to talk about the best thing that we've seen all week. Any kind of visual medium that came out in the last like six months. And yeah, we're going to discuss it on this show. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's difficult if no one's like <laughs> overtaking it right yeah <laughs> all right you're not even gonna ask me how i'm doing and then i'm just gonna say you know i'm tired and uh i'm so sorry yeah second how are you? second april fool's episode uh you know just switching yeah, like the whole thing around two months late yeah no we're yeah, always yeah. on topic no you know we'll we will release this episode um in 10 months <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah perfect gotta have a backup All right. Yeah, man. How are you? How's your week? Oh, you know, I'm good. I'm tired. Uh, my kitchen looks like shit. Um, Just so uh, you know, my what, what kitchen looks else? pretty good this time. <laughs> it does? <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could. It's pretty all right. Yeah. <laughs> This is the most confusing episode. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I am. I'm, I'm good, man. Um, how you doing, Flo? How, how's it going? Um, I'm great. I'm also kind of tired. Yeah. You like excited for this looks new all right. for this new episode? <laughs> always, always. Yeah, it's getting tougher and tougher to find cool things to talk about. But luckily, I found something. It's difficult because um, when we started this podcast, and obviously um, this was before the whole shutdown and stuff, so we were like, we were thinking like, we we watch at least one new film in the cinema like a week, and that was that was going to be the one that we could talk about in. Weeks where we don't see anything else, if that makes sense. That could always be the backup. And then obviously, like, five episodes in, we uh, weren't able to do that anymore. So yeah. uh, we've, been, we've been struggling a bit over the last couple of weeks to find something to talk about. But we've always managed to find something. And um, I'm sure we... Well, I can only speak for myself, but I, I found something again this week that um, fills that... Or that, um, you know, that fulfills those criteria or... You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, not horrible. It's <laughs> what I'm trying to I say. I find something interesting that I would love to talk about. And uh, I made some minimal preparations for the next couple of weeks and just looked up what, what's going to come out, what's going to be cool. Yeah. And there's some cool stuff coming out. Yeah, next, next week. Next couple is, of weeks yes. that I want to talk about. I'm excited about something that's going to drop next week as well. Yeah. A new joint. It's going to be a new joint, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it's going to come out like on Friday, I think, and um, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be tri tricky for me to watch that in time. But um, yeah, on the, on the same day, a new season of a cool TV show is going to come out, right? So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reckon it's an animated show. It is. It yeah. is. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, uh, it's right. going to be. I think that the problem with 
the new Spike Lee film is, is also going to be a long, long film. So I don't know. As I said, I'm hoping that we'll we'll both be able to watch it in time to get to talk about it next week. But yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. But yeah, worst comes to worst, I guess we can talk about the week after if there's no sure. time. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, let, let's just um, uh, jump off of that because let's talk a little bit about Space Force because that's not going to be my pick. And um, All right. I assume it's not going to be yours either. No, no, it's yeah. not. And, and yeah. yeah, I mean, have you finished it? By I now? haven't even finished it. No, All right. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched five. I think I'm, I'm like halfway through the sixth episode. But right. um, we talked about it last week that I I've, I'd only seen like the first twenty minutes or so of the first episode, and um, let's just talk about it now because obviously we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it later. What did you, What did you think of it? Have you finished it? I finished it by now, and it's all right. I just hated the ending, not because it's bad, <laughs> but just because it's kind of builds up the next season of course like, i don't know it's gonna be another year and they kind of leave it on kind of a high note and i don't know it's the usual the, gape uh problem that he yeah. doesn't like endings where it where it suggests another season might come yeah if you're new yeah i am gape just so you know <laughs> it was a bit <laughs> oh yeah sorry i forgot about <laughs> but yeah they, it's a good show, but it's not so good that I'm going to be so excited. So, oh my God, uh, how exciting is this ending? I'm going to see the new season the day it comes out. I'm going to probably see it just because I don't have anything better to do in my life. But It's too it, real, man. It's too real. Yeah. <laughs> it's, too, it's too real. <laughs> no, because you're going to have to watch it for the podcast. That's the reason. You can yeah, go with that. Also, that, yeah. yeah. It's for work. Pick that. Yeah, yeah. But um, what what was your favorite episode? Can you Is it um, is it one of the first five, maybe? <laughs> one episode, uh, what a question uh, what happened in what episode that's a good question i but you know maybe you remembered one thing and that happened to be one of the first in one of the first five because i like the show right yeah, it's like it's good yeah. it's fun but yeah, um sure you, you know i i am not the most i don't binge watch anything and um i just didn't really have the urge of finishing this season or the first season and like the first um few days i'm just sort of watching one episode every other day and but i'm enjoying them but it's not like you know it's not the new office definitely not that and it's not um you know it's not the it's just not the best thing i've seen all week basically you know it's it's fun light entertainment and i i i love steve corral and i think it's funny at times as well it's just a bit like i don't quite know what the show wants me to or what's one wants to convey because it's obviously it's the ridiculousness of this whole thing even existing, right? The Space Force. But then you're sort of rooting for them to win. But if they win, that would sort of um, that would sort of imply that having that in real life would be a good thing. Well, so I, it yeah. makes the whole world more seem more ridiculous. Like this is actually a thing that is needed and the technology that is presented in the show is I'm very, very sure not real. <laughs> You don't think so? You don't think that a monkey and a dog would be able to re- I just reattach? To uh, what was that? Just that might be my favorite episode. Yeah? That's like yeah. the second one, I think, or third one. Yeah, yeah, second or third, yeah. I thought you would have hated that episode, to be honest, because you, you mentioned that every episode gets better. And so I was like the first, I, I thought the first two you weren't, or the first couple you weren't a big fan of. I thought it was an interesting episode. You know, it was fine. I thought it was a bit, bit ridiculous, a bit too ridiculous yeah. at times. Yeah, but I guess that is the show, isn't it? 
being sure. too ridiculous to be true. Sure, sure, sure. I like the. Um, I think the last one I saw was the 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 space war thing, where they like fought each other with um, BB guns. Was it BB guns? Yeah. Um, and and then Malkovich comes in to sort of saves the day. But Which also must break yeah. like a thousand rules. That Malkovich is a good guy. No, no, that <laughs> Malkovich just comes in and sure, 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 does sure. what he does in that episode. Like you know what I love? What are the rules? Yeah. Little spoiler about the fifth episode. He just like at the end of the, he he watches the whole thing unfold on the big screen, and then he decides to like drive into the battlefield and then just um, call the guys who sit in front of the big screen and just tell them, "All right, now yeah. do it." Why would he not? Why would? Why did he need to? To be cool. To, to why make did he Steve need to like him? Yeah, yeah, but why did he need to drive over there? Why? Why yeah, couldn't he just activate be, those like, things? Yo, Steve Carell, I'm here for you. <laughs> yo, Mark, what up? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Steve Carell, how's it going? Man? <laughs> I also didn't ask that because, yeah, like I said, it's a bit of a spoiler. But he kind of blocks the suits of the enemy team so they yeah. can't move their legs, and then he just walks up and pops all their balloons. But why? They can't move their legs. It doesn't mean they can't shoot back or. No, I think, it, I, think, I think it's the whole, I think he deactivated the whole suit because they, they had troubles like um, uh, controlling their arms as well. Did they, but wasn't it just for Alexa? The, the I think that was just... going to walk them back to base in case I, they die? I think that was for the Space Force team. All right. I think Maybe. that Malkovich saw a flaw in the, obviously because he picked, he decided between the two types of suits. And um, I think he saw a flaw in the ones that the um, other team had and he thought he might be able to manipulate that whole suit rather than just the, the legs. That's how yeah. I sort of justify what happened. But I, I, I wondered the same. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. And um, the, someone I really like in the show is the, the, the daughter, Steve Carell's daughter. And she From was in Booksmart. She was in Booksmart, yeah. yeah. Uh, the first episode, uh, I was like, I know that face. And then, uh, of course, I, I think I actually... Um, I was quite proud of myself because I was able to to come up with uh, where I knew her from without even looking it up. But she's I think she's she's great. I'm I'm excited yeah, to see what else she's gonna do. Oh here, here, here comes the butt. She, no, she, she, yeah, she starts off in a relationship with like the Russian guy who seems to be obviously a spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the whole joke about this character, he's so obviously a spy and they just tolerate him around the base. Yeah, he uses the daughter to get information about this. Yeah, husband. and just yeah. walks up to her and says, Hi, how are you? What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> I thought that was quite funny, though, where she works at that ice cream or frozen yeah. yogurt thing. <laughs> it is funny, but that guy just pretty much never kind of comes up in the kind of last five episodes. They completely forgot about the character. Well, she sort of, uh, you know, gets rid of him. In a... Yeah, but that doesn't mean he, he sure. has to stop spying, does he? He's the villain in season two. Maybe yeah. uh, again, the villain is kind of the Chinese, which is well. Sure. well uh, it's the first uh, in a long time in Hollywood, I guess. <laughs> I thought it was kind of forbidden to talk about the Chinese. Well, especially now, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I listen, I'm excited to to or um, excited. I I will finish the show, and um, I've enjoyed every episode so far. But it's just I was kind of hoping for it to be a bit better than it is. But yeah. it's good. It's good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it won't blow you away, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it w- yeah, <laughs> could be so many jokes made there with with some rocket jokes. Or yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Um, and one other thing that I that I forgot to talk about last week um, was that uh, 
a show that I recommended a couple of weeks ago finished, which is Defending Jacob. And don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything, but they obviously they release those episodes like weekly. So they released the first three and then they released it uh, one week, uh, one episode per week. And I really love that show and um, that ending. Uh, I don't know if anyone who's listening to this sort of um, started watching it as well. Um, the ending was kind of a disappointment as well. Um, so I, I forgot to talk about that last time. Uh, and I think that sort of says a lot because I, I watched the last episode like just a couple of days before we started recording the last episode and I had already forgotten about it which sort of speaks volumes to the ending was it like just an anticlimactic ending or just not what you expected it was um, they cram a lot of stuff in the last episode it sort of right. it felt a bit rushed and it's just um, you don't it, you know I, I don't want to give away too much but certain things are left unsaid or unresolved all right. Well, and that's just that's all, it, what there's, season four, uh, two is for, right? Right. I was just going to say, I really, really doubt there will be another season of this. I, I, I genuinely, it's just the, the, the way, I, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I just, first of all, think that Chris Evans is not going to commit to a multiple season show. I just don't think he's the type to, uh, if it's successful now, maybe they're going to pick it up. But from what I understand, it's 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 based on a book so i don't i i should should have looked this up but i don't know if the book if they told the whole story of the book or if there's a a second book that they're going to uh, turn into the second series i don't know interesting okay but i i really like the show and, and it, i i would still recommend it because it's it's um it's really really great at times and the acting is i i'm not a huge fan of of the uh, Michelle Dockery, I think her name is. Um, Who's that? The mother of uh, the, the wife of Chris Evans and oh, right. um, the, the mother of uh, Jake J- Jaden Martell. <laughs> yeah, of, of Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert already. Yeah, uh, sh- her acting is a bit, uh, you know, hit and miss for me. Um, right. But Chris Evans is is great and. Um, also, the, the the boy is great, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling now. But uh, I was kind of disappointed. It's fine. It is fine, but it takes some. It's always a bad thing to say about a show. It's fine. Well, I'm just talking about the last episode, which obviously sort of, you know, is a very important episode. Sort of, um, uh, is important for the overall rating of the of the show. But yeah, but I think sometimes just. When you say your show is fine at the end, you just forget it. And you're just yeah. maybe more disappointed than if they done something more ballsy and sure. maybe bad, uh, worse. For for example, everybody just hated Game of Thrones. I was Game just going to say that, yeah. Just and I thought it was, it. it was fine. I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did, but, you know, it was fine. And now kind of just talking about Game of Thrones leaves kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Just Right, but you, because, because you loved that show. Yeah, I loved it so much. And then, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's fine. I get what they did, but I don't know. Now every time I kind of think about a show, I, I try to watch it again or see a clip of it. I just have this feeling of, yeah, all right, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and know it's going to end. It's going to be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You, you always then know what's going to happen. And then obviously... Yeah. Yeah, lessens the experience. Yeah, if you know that the ending is not satisfying. Yeah, it, it's all right. It's all. Right. I, I I think it's not as bad as everybody says it is. But yeah, one of my favorite things about um, defending Jacob was there was um like midway through the show there's like a 
an an actor revealed who plays a an important part. All right. Um, don't worry, it's not the <laughs> the killer. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> genuinely just an important character for the for the show. And uh, I'm not maybe you would. I don't know if you're interested in the show, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who it is. But there was like a a shot of him like at the at the end of one of the episodes. And I was like, the first shot, because it's like revealed <laughs> like very, very slowly. You just see the back of his head. And then sort of the last shot of the episode is sort of the reveal of the actor. And I was like, when, when I saw the back of his head, I was like, is that this guy? And I was like, what, what? there's no way, like no way that he would show up for like four episodes of this, right? Like, it is him. <laughs> is it and a I, spoiler that it is him? No, it's just, you know, it, it was a nice moment to... to he he does promo for it now. If you All if right. you look, yeah. Do you want me to say it? I'd love to know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... J.K. Simmons. Oh right. Yeah, <laughs> he plays uh, Chris Evans's father. <laughs> and it, it, I, I was uh, like, I love how they really like epically revealed that it's J.K. Simmons, <laughs> and nothing against J.K. Simmons, but it's like. It's not Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, J.K. Simmons become this kind of pop culture icon. No, I, I love him. He but just pops up everywhere. I would, Everybody loves him. But to every, I, th- I would, I would uh, take a guess and say that uh, most of our listeners, this is not like a ju- judgment. I, w- I would say that they need to look up who J.K. Simmons is, and once sure. they see it, they know it, right? Yeah, J.K. Simmons. If you don't know, is the guy from Spider Man who runs the paper. With the mustache, he was really eccentric. Yeah, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Is that his name? I think, I think so, yeah. Something like that. Free J's, yeah. Or from Whiplash or from, yeah. I don't know, so many things. Yeah, he's, he's his uh, career sort of taken off over the last, well, maybe not taken off, but, but you know. He's one of those big supporting characters. Yes. He's in so many films and always, or most times, plays supporting characters. And if you've seen him, you would instantly recognize him. Yeah, he's got a great voice as well. Yeah, um, very amazing. recognizable yeah. voice. He does and a lot of vo- voice work also, also like yeah. for cartoons, Zootopia, for Gravity right? Falls, Was he in Zootopia? Oh, and Zootopia. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, um, <clears throat> just, um, what was I going to say? Shit. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yes, because um, one of his um, most famous roles, or maybe not the most famous, but he he starred in uh, a prison show called. Oz, and I think that show. Yes, uh, I think that was sort of the reason why they um, sort of revealed him in an epic way. Because in the show, um, defending Jacob, his character is also in prison. So I feel like that was sort of maybe a little bit of a not an Easter egg, but you know, like a reference, an homage, an homage, yeah. right? And that's why they revealed him in sort of like it's J.K. Simmons and he's back in prison again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. But yeah, I haven't seen Oz, but I know that um, he plays a very. I've, I've I've heard him talk about it as well. Now with defending Jacob, he plays very very different characters um, in both of these shows. Um, but it's just um, it's supposed to be a great great show. Oz, uh, I can't talk about it more, unfortunately. But yeah, anyway, that w- I just wanted to mention defending Jacob. Uh, I would still recommend this show, but um, just know that the last episode isn't as good as the last as the previous seven episodes. Um, you know, suggested maybe. All right. Well, yeah, it's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the best thing we've seen. Yeah, let's get into the main part of the show. Yeah. So it's my turn this time. Yes, I'm, it's going to be interesting because we might have the same thing. 
I think for the so first too. time ever. Yeah, would be great. Would be interesting. Uh, all right, let's make it interesting. My thing is an Amazon Prime thing. What is yours? My thing is an Amazon Prime thing. Yeah. My thing is a horror thing. I genuinely don't know if I would classify this as a horror film. I, I think is it the a, mainstream it, population <laughs> would say it's horror. It, it's it, sci-fi. It is sci-fi. I'm, right, I'm now thinking it's the same thing, but that's how is that horror? Nothing. Well, it's it's yeah, it it kind of starts more of as a horror film. It is kind of it is an homage and this old horror. F- all right, let's just talk what about what a moment. Thing, right? The first time ever because we all haven't right. talked about this before. We, the, we didn't know that. Yeah. The best thing that I've seen is the vast of night. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. All yeah. right, we did it. It only took us eighteen episodes. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> This is the show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, the vast of night. If you don't know what the vast of night is, it's kind of an. It's it's kind of an old school episode of the Twilight Zone, which kind of has a, always kind of some weird stories. And this, it actually starts with like a fifties TV in black and white. Yes, with, it's very X Filesy and stuff. Yeah, and it's pretty much the opening is pretty much the exact same as in Twilight Zone, just a bit different, and they call it a different thing. So on this episode of blah, 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 I forgot what they called yeah, this yeah, yeah. movie, and then you can, they kind of zoom into the TV closer and closer, and then it becomes color and more like a modern film. And the cool thing is, which you definitely noticed as well, is just when they're in the the show... They have very few cuts. There are a lot of long takes, yeah. which make it seem more like you're actually in here, in there, which I thought was just great. Well, that was... Um, this is a very, very um, small budget production. And yeah. it's it's also a featured debut, I think, from the director called Andrew Patterson. Yeah. And I've heard people talk about this. Um, I'm, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've, like, I watched the review that... Um, uh, Chris Stuckman did. All right. And he talked about this as well. And um, it's just th- those long takes are obviously meant to sort of build tension. And as you said, it makes you feel like it makes um, us feel like we're in the room when it happens. Yeah. But uh, that's, um, I think, the main reason why they did it, or maybe not the main reason, but a big reason is also for budgetary reasons because they can't set up multiple cameras. They can't cut in between the actors. They have to sort of like, here's a camera hoping that the actors are going to be able to to do it in one take and then i mean the actors are great <laughs> some of the shots are inc- like incredible uh, yeah those tracking just, shots yeah when i noticed that it was one long take when they kind of walk out of the gym yeah yeah, yeah yeah at first i didn't notice but then when you notice you can't stop noticing it and it becomes even more impressive because they have a very long conversation just to kind of hit all your cues and yes. say the right thing at the right time must be very hard. Yeah, I think. Well, it's. I think it's. Uh, in general, there's like every scene feels like a long take almost. Yeah, except for when they interview the old lady. There are a couple uh, cuts there, and sure, but there's there's also like a that. longer take of her just telling her story. Yeah, and the thing is, what I really liked is the scene where because if Let's you talk about what it, yeah what it's about yeah it's uh, it's set in the 1950s, the late 1950s, and it's about it's. During one night, the best of night, and 
gonna t- it gonna tell you that it's gonna be set during one long night kind of, and it's about a boy and a girl who go to school and he's kind of a radio host. How old do you think they are? In the show, well, she says that she is sixteen in the show. Okay, she mentions it gotcha. when the old lady asks her, and I guess he's like same age, maybe one or two years older. I yeah. guess he's like a senior in high school. Yeah, might be. And while everybody's like at the basketball game that everybody's watching in this town, she has to go to her job, which like a telephone operator. Because yeah, back in the old days, yeah, yeah, when you called somebody, you you didn't just dial the number; you picked up the receiver, then you get. Connected to a switchboard operator and just hello, what up? <laughs> yeah, that, that, those <laughs> were the exact I? exact words in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> you were pretty What's cool up, back then. <laughs> <laughs> and who should I connect you to? And then I connect you to this person. And what I thought was really cool because there's this very long shot, which like almost ten minutes long, I think, where she just sits in yeah, this it's switchboard room and connects people and kind of hears strange noises, which are kind of the mystery that's being solved over the course of this film where do these noises come from yeah and this scene reminded me so much of the guilty fair fair enough if absolutely fair point uh it reminded me so much of um all the president's men i haven't seen that one where robert redford is like on a, on a phone call with uh, a couple of different people as well and it's a long long take and at the end, I believe he even messes up some of the names, which was like an ad lib, or not an ad lib, but a mistake, a genuine mistake that they kept in the film. But that that was sort of all of those uh, the guilty as well. I was like, that's incredibly impressive. I don't know, like, how in the world they would uh, keep track of wh- who they're talking to, because I, I would assume that someone off screen sort of like uh, you know helps them with that, uh, like maybe says the lines that the people on the phone would say to them you know but i think could i don't know if they do that i I guess sometimes but it might just make it harder because then the audio kind of picks up the voices over the phone might not sound as good so they just voice it over later which makes it easier right right well they could have an earpiece in but you know maybe sure but yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but the guilty is is, sure but yeah Uh, and that is, yeah, what? just the, the story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then you got to talk about what it is about. Then uh, you well, keep, yeah. the interesting thing is, it's kind of figuring out what's going. Well, you kind of figure it very early on, I think. Just the, the first phone call, which yeah. the cryptic phone call that she gets, pretty much gives it away right away. Sure. Well, we can talk. I mean, yeah, we can. Says can one thing, which yeah. well, it's in the 1950s, and if you say that thing, you know, it's kind of based on a Twilight, well, on Twilight episode. Well, its own episodes. Uh, yeah, not the vampire oh. one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough thing to say. All right. Yeah, but they they pick up a frequency, like a, yeah. a weird frequency, um, over the the phone lines. Yeah, and, um, and she connects it to the guy who's doing his radio show that night, and right. he's like, "All right, who can tell us what this sound is? Help us!" And then they get a call, and then the mis- um, mystery gets tenser and tenser. Billy, and Billy, Billy calls yeah. in. Billy calls. Yeah, I mean, what a Everest. voice. Yeah. Well, Everett is the is the yeah, radio host. Billy yeah, calls Everett. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's just a combination of these long takes where it's it's. I mean, it's in. It's funny because it's it's very very dialogue heavy the whole movie. There's but it's like, never boring. I think. No, no. Uh, I think th- that as well. Dialogue is great. It is, but also like it's 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 interesting because it's. I mean, the the the, the, the script must must be like I don't know how many pages long because there's yeah. so much dialogue, 
but um, it's still visually interesting um, outside of the shots where um, they film the dialogue because obviously the dialogue is not filmed very, very you know, uh, <laughs> interestingly. I don't know, is that a word? But then they, they cut in yeah. between and they have those like tracking shots that sort of lead you through the different locations. And but that's think, just incredibly made, incredibly well done. Well, talking about the dialogue seeming more interesting, I think dialogue does seem more interesting if you don't just cut from one person to the next. Yeah. I just I don't like it when they do it on films because I just know it's a it, you just know it's a film. But if you have like this long shot of just two people talking, it seems more like real life or theater, and just becomes instantly more interesting for me. I think. And talking about visuals, what I absolutely loved about those films are the visuals and how they represented the 1950s and it just made you feel like you are like really in the, like an old, old episode of the twilight zone or something like that because i hate it when they like this 80s and 50s and blah 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 nostalgia and then the people there just look like hipsters from 2010 wearing those kind of clothes but they did perfectly just the glasses that they wear and the, the how they wear their hair and it's not very flattering not at all. They just look like they did back then because the main yeah. character is supposed to be quite young and she seems just like a young high school girl with yeah. like a big glasses. She's not supposed to be this extremely hot girl who's How dare you kind of just interesting because of that. <laughs> no, just no, the thing is she seems like just well, a young girl and the way she wears her clothes and the way she looks and the way she talks just makes her seem like she's a girl from the 1950s and not yeah. somebody who just put on a costume i thought she was very impressive um extremely yeah yeah and just her accent never yeah, seemed yeah, yeah. fake because it's, it's supposed to be set in like new mexico so they got a quite yes. a southern accent quite and close it never to the southern border fake. Yeah. yeah right and then sort of the movie i think it's only like a 90 minute film um yeah including but, credits and everything yeah yeah, yeah. So, but then it's sort of about, as you said, it's sort of about figuring out what that sound is. And then people are calling in and then they sort of tell what they sort of give their insight as to what they know about the, the sound. And um, another thing that that Stuckman mentioned, which um, I genuinely also thought was that the visuals, I mean, I agree with you that they're, some of the shots are great. But I think the whole like in terms of the overall look of the film i thought this was not a very good looking film i gotta be honest with you like it, it, it and it's just gonna sound like i'm copying uh, stuckman's review but the, <laughs> the color grading like is all over the place i mean it, but i think it's kind of you have kind of this feeling like it is still the tv i think i don't know if that's on purpose but kind of the the edges of the of the shots have this weird glare at times yeah which i thought was on purpose but but Maybe I think some coloring. of the shots are better than the others, and sort of I I know what you're saying, but I yeah. I still feel like some of the, the some of the the shots that maybe they didn't have enough time or something to to fix it in 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 post or whatever. But it's just um, I, in terms yeah <laughs> maybe, but I, I guess it being not as polished made it well for me it made it seem more like it's like one of those old TV shows, but yeah. you're kind of in the in the shot pretty mm. much. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair point. Um, the only thing that yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of was the ending and the, pretty much the very last shot, which I don't yeah. want to spoil. But yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah. confused me, not because I I thought, all right, this is probably what happened, but then there's something on the ground and made me think like, did that happen or did that happen? I don't want to say because it's pretty much oh interesting the climax of the film. Maybe we'll talk about it after we start uh, after we stopped recording, but. 
yeah, I, I didn't have any, uh, like, for me, it was pretty straightforward, no? He just... <laughs> it's that hard sort to of talk thing, about it, That right? sort of thing that it, it just got left behind, no? No, no, that's not the, the point. The point is there's something else on the, fl- uh, on the ground that made me think. I can't say it. I can't say it without spoiling everything, so <laughs> I won't. Okay. But another great thing about the film is the score. Great. It was good, it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. The right kind of level of tension. And I think it doesn't become much of a horror film later on, but like in the first... If I, you think I it's knew, a horror film in the beginning? Yeah. Wow. When I she's think, on a switchboard and she's not sure and then she hears the sound and then stuff doesn't work. I was like, all right, something weird might happen. And weird <laughs> things do happen, but not as I expected. And what I loved is that it wasn't a fucking jump scare. There are no jump scares in this. Yeah. So... Well, I didn't watch it as a horror done. film. I didn't even expect any scares. Not? No. When I looked it up, it was like horror, sci-fi, mystery, thriller, really? like 10 freaking genres. But Well, it's now, it's it's interesting because this is another one of those films. Um, like, I'm going to say six months ago, or I don't know, whenever this premiered, I had heard about it. And I had heard about the movie having uh, very, very impressive long takes. And I heard someone or read someone talk about it and sort of, you know, raving about it and saying that it's something to look uh, to look out for once it's once it's released widely. So I put it on the watch list. You know, I'm like that. That that sounds interesting. And then I just completely forgot to sort of keep track of the film. And then all of a sudden, it's just released on on Amazon Prime. You know, yeah. uh, and I was like, "This movie sounds so familiar." And then now it's on on the so, on the, the movie network site that we both use, uh, Letterbox. It's now the most popular film. Yeah, that's how I got the idea to watch it. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's so it's so you know other movies I'm anticipating, and then obviously they're getting now they're they're, they're pushed back, and they're going to be released in cinemas uh, later on. And this one just sort of just got dropped on Amazon one day. Um, which is cool, I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, this is not like a, a, a blockbuster that maybe... I, I, I don't think this movie would be shown in theaters in, in Vienna. Yeah, I just want to say I'm not sure how well it would have performed in theaters. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think Not, there's not like, well. There's definitely an audience for that, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's big enough. Yeah, it's more of a a home viewing audience. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's probably the smart thing to do to release it there. And it's obviously working because now, obviously... The movie, the movie community, movie communities are talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but did you love it? Now is it like um, I really liked it. I okay. really, really liked it. Yeah. How about you? Like I was like in terms. Like, I'm just gonna be. It's like a seven out of ten, something like that. All right. I was like an eight. Yeah, I, I didn't love it. Um, I thought it was an. I'm a fan of dialogue heavy films, um, and that was sort of that ticked boxes for me. And uh, the story itself is just. Um, or maybe I should say, had it gone for a different ending or a different reveal of what is going on, I would have preferred that. Now it's just like, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> now I get it what you mean, yeah, I get it. But what I thought was just good is just the the feeling that the film gave you. It just yeah. aimed for a very specific, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tell me the word and I'll tell you what it is. Like feeling or like <laughs> a very, very specific, it's aimed for a very specific mood to set you sure. in. And it a tone? did it perfectly. Perfect. Yeah, a tone. It created this tone and yeah. 
the music and just the visuals or a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna keep going with I don't know. <laughs> do you know what what, what scene I absolutely love? The was, dictionary open. I do, yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you some other words. <laughs> Googling synonyms. Um the the scene in the car where um Yeah they drive right. towards the forest. I the knew that this was gonna happen. I knew because he doesn't take it and he's like, I knew it's going to be on the tape and I knew it, this was going to happen. Oh, interesting. I, I, I thought it was a very, very smart thing that he didn't take the uh, the piece of paper. I, I, I'd not thought about it. I, I didn't think he'd started recording uh, when, when she said those words. But she, you know, the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, whatever. I love that scene. But then at the <laughs> end, it's like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on now. Or I do know what's going on, but it just didn't, you know, I was hoping for something else, to be honest. Yeah. And um, uh, have you seen the, the Nicolas Cage uh, classic, dare I might say? Space. No. Uh, right. Knowing. No, I, didn't, uh, I haven't seen it. No, no, no. Uh, What's that? If you're a fan of Knowing, then uh, I think you might enjoy <laughs> The Fast of Night. <laughs> I saw Knowing in theaters, uh, and it scared the shit out of me back then. Is it a new film? Like? No, 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 no. I saw this when it came, when it came out. I think it came out in like 2009. All right. Well, uh, let's look it up. First thing like we're a looking at horror up. film. It is. Well, uh, yeah. You watch a horror film, two thousand nine. Yeah, it's fucking. Fuck, I'm impressed. Well, it, it, because uh, it was Nick Cage. It was Nick Cage. All That's right. all I needed. You that were was... Nick Cage fan even back then. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I mean, I, uh, it's like eleven years ago, dude. I know. I've been a fan <laughs> of his for like uh, ever since I can uh, think. <laughs> good for you. Oh, the knowing. No, the um, uh, like no. the 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 National Treasure films. They came out before that, and I love them. Okay, fair. That made but, me want to watch this. But I, it's I, on Prime. <laughs> yeah, I I rewatched this um, uh, like a couple of months ago, and um, because I hadn't seen it since the theaters, and uh, you know, people are gonna hate this film and whatever. But I, it, it, it's just well, I wanted to uh, to talk about it now, or I wanted to mention it real quick because there's a lot, some similarities here, and especially towards the end. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's, I just a I was spoiler just, for me, dude. <laughs> for knowing? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. Genuinely, that's that's not a spoiler. I'm just talking right. about the the imagery at the end. Um, there's some. It just reminded me of that, but that's not a spoiler. It, it really right. isn't. And you're not gonna love knowing. I, I, I would even spoil that movie for you. You're, you're not gonna love that film. Yeah, I'm not a big Nick Cage fan. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, check it out. The Vast of Night. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, it's really good if you want to be cool and want to talk about the new film that is in <laughs> with everybody because we are everybody well no but you know <laughs> you know letterbox is a good sort of yeah it's a good indicator it's a good trending. indicator thank you see yeah. i couldn't come up with the word there and you were there straight away thank you I know. we we compliment each other, each other. <laughs> <laughs> we even finish right. each, finish each other's uh, sandwiches. sandwiches yeah all right yeah the, well, the the, the chemistry the chemistry is unreal today. Um, <laughs> where's that joke from? Um, we finished each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. Uh, is that from How I Met Your Mother? It's the one it? thing I think of with with sandwiches where they smoke joints and eat sand- or yeah, berries. that's I think like an homage to 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 uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, wh- which one now? What, what no, now? Where they eat sandwiches and oh, is it supposed to be drugs? Yeah, because oh. in an episode. One of the the brother of one of the characters comes back from France and he's like, "I got these amazing sandwiches." And they just start digging into the sandwiches and they're just so happy and start laughing. And it's apparently also like supposed to be a synonym for drugs. So gotcha. 
gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and on that yeah. note, <laughs> did you see anything else this week? No, uh, I watched uh, five episodes. Of, oh, uh, well, uh, just some some old old well old stuff. I um, I right. rewatched Moneyball. Oh right, <laughs> Dude, yeah. it was so funny. I was like, <laughs> not not the film. I love the film, but um, I saw like it came up in my YouTube recommendations, just the scene from it, and I was like, I want to watch that again, and. Um, like genuinely, I genuinely thought like I saw this one like a year ago, right? Yeah. And then I looked it up on on uh, Letterbox again, which is promoting Letterbox, and it uh, you sort of log when you watch the films. So I I looked up when I last saw Moneyball. I saw it three and a half years ago. Yeah, three I and a half years ago. So many films. Yeah. It's like you, th- there's no way that that's right, but yeah, yeah I love that film. Uh, we, we talked about it on the on the um, the Brad Pitt special, and yeah, um, listen to episode four if you want to know more to about it. Four, yeah. Yeah. But that's you know, there's nothing really to talk about here, and I know you didn't you you, you didn't love that movie. It was alright. I'm not sure. It didn't make my top ten list of. I'm not sure. Brad Pitt. I, I well, think. I gotta listen to episode four as well. Yeah, you gotta listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, it's 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 written by Aaron Sorkin, and that's and it stars Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, you know, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that much this week either. Yeah. I've watched lovebirds which oh was quite bad in my opinion that's the uh it's written by the same people who uh did uh, uh what was it called uh sick the big sick sick i don't think so it's with the same lead ca- uh lead actor but it's, oh, it's written from the same people sure is it also with i think it's written, also by written by him kamail and uh emily gordon no is it maybe that's completely wrong it is completely wrong and yeah. forget everything I, I said. So, it's, yeah. oh, it's directed by the same guy. That was it. All right. And it obviously stars the same guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not good. It's just it seems like a film that's like a product of the uh, of its time, as in just the humor and how it looks. And just I, I don't think it's a timeless comedy, not at all. I think it's especially the ending is very weak, and I don't know. Most jokes are quite flat, which is surprising because I love yeah. the comedy in The Big Sick, and I really love. I forget his name. Kumail, Kumail, Nanjian. Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. But yeah. I was surprised. I, I didn't see it, but I was surprised um, how many people didn't like it. And yeah. how bad but the movie's supposed to be. Fair criticism. Yeah. Um, and I watched something else, which I would love to talk about for a second, is Chappie. I know <laughs> it's a film that bombed at the box office, and it's not that... Chappie. Yeah. It's not that uh, popular as like other films from... Bloom Camp, yep. Bloomberg, Bloom Camp, Bloom Camp, yeah. Like uh, I don't know, District Nine or yeah, yeah. Elysium or something else. But I thought it was fucking great. Really? I, I always, yeah, I thought it was great. I, I thought you think you're the first person to ever say that ever. Yeah, I know. I haven't but seen I loved it. it. Just uh, well, if you don't know what it's about, it's like about a robot that develops art, uh, artificial intelligence and becomes self-aware. And at the beginning, it's more like a child. And I think it was a very sweet dynamic of how they kind of treat this robot and how he is and how he starts to learn about the world. But what I didn't like, which is it's like a week eight, but it's what I gave it is an eight. It's a week eight because towards the end, it does a lot of things that other Bloomcom films did, especially District 9, which... Well, don't say too much. Yeah, no, I don't want to say too much, but just it feels very similar. Okay. And but the cool thing is that the Antwort uh, act in this film. And if you don't know the, the Antwort, what? who's that? It's a South, it's a South African band, right? 
with Ninja and Yolandi, and they kind of play themselves <laughs> with the same names. And that, it's a very, like a rap anti-establishment, very harsh sounds. But uh, I listened to this band a bit back in the day when my brother showed it to me because it's just such stiffs very weird and funny sounds like i think everybody knows like i i i, I am a butterfly i need a protection Nimo samurai. <laughs> everyone knows that everyone knows that yeah. if, if you fucking listen to the song you'll know it and it's so freaking weird or i, fr- I, <laughs> That's why I it's think a you're weekend. freaky but i like you a lot it's also a great song and watch watch what? their uh their like <laughs> music videos it's weird it's so freaking weird and the two of them seem so weird in real life and they play such weird characters in the film. So what you're saying is the film is bad, but you loved it because they made an appearance? No, no. I think their <laughs> appearance was pretty cool. No, I, I didn't like the ending. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's weird but because... It's got like, yeah, sorry, sorry. Very, very prominent actors like yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman yeah. and Dev Patel and Sigourney Weaver. I was going to say with Hugh Jackman, that's the thing because he did he did real steel. Yeah. And it was like, it's weird. Also how, a robot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but this one was better, way better than Real Steel. I love I Real like Steel, it. though. I didn't like it at all. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's wrap this Save up. It for an other, other yeah. <laughs> no, right. but yeah, I haven't seen Chappie yet, and now you know you're the first uh, positive voice I heard about it. Uh, yeah, like, do check it out if you haven't watched it. Is that available like on Amazon or something? It's now on Netflix, and I'm it's very glad it's on there because I always want to watch it because I I love. District 9 and sure. Elysium because I really like Bloomkamp and I thought it was, looks like a real cool film and I want to buy it on Blu-ray to finally see it and then yeah. here we are. You didn't need to. Yeah. But uh, I might now anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Well, <laughs> we're kind of worried that we didn't have enough to talk about in this episode. And Yeah, it's funny because um, the, obviously this is the first one where we have the same pick and uh, that yeah. sort of leads to more discussion. I guess so. Yeah. If we, It's always better if we've both seen the film we we had that like with invisible man and stuff where we could both talk about yeah sure but this is the first time where we have a uh the same pick which is exciting and you t- you mentioned to me before that you you thought about like titles because i i, yeah. I have my title let's, let's see really? if this is the same one yeah Dude, i would right. i would go with frequent as oh, it's already wrong um foreign frequencies Ooh, that's pretty good that's pretty good thank you I'd like nostalgic nightmares but nightmares m- maybe a bit too much Sure, it sounds like a Del Toro film. Yeah, I guess, but it's like a nostalgic <laughs> trip to like the old shows. Yeah, fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. Yeah, like well, minimal mysteries. Minimal mysteries. I like that. Yeah, because it's not really a mystery. <laughs> well, it is to kind of figure out what's going. Oh, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> not if you know what it is from like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a mystery for them, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. It is. Like well, an, whoever's listening to this. Horrors. Well, that's the thing. That's not. That's not um, the same. You don't pronounce the H the same, so it's not yeah, an fair enough. Yeah, yeah. alliteration. <laughs> what are we talking about now? Anyway, <laughs> you'll see the title when you're listening to this episode. Check out the cover you know, art. You know our process. Yeah, you do. Check out the cover art on YouTube or on Twitter. And please, if uh, anyone uh, hasn't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please just do that, and you know you'll get notified when, once we get a new episode up uh, on there as well you don't need to check your podcast i just check your subscriptions you see what we're talking about what we're like the topics we talk about and um yeah uh please leave a rating if you haven't or as i said just subscribe to the youtube channel interact with us on twitter at best thing radio and i'll leave you uh to the outro leave you to the outro it's not even a sentence 
uh, final words uh, are yours. I know, yeah. It's stage fright, dude. An outro. What's the best outro that we haven't had? Well, you got to sort of bring it back to the, the... Obviously, the intro was switched. Like, uh, it's got to be like the other way around now. You got to... Right, the outro has got to be weird true. as well. Well, now you got to do the outro, like, cook something good. Cook something like good. The, what's like your last sentence? On, That's true. Say? That's true. Well, it's usually, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That All right was we'll, see, yeah, we'll see you next week. Right. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>